Welcome to this Interiors and Sources podcast. I'm Tyler Davidson, Chief Content Director of Interiors and Sources' sister publication, Meetings Today. Today we're talking with Omni Hotels and Resorts' Dan Surrett, Senior Vice President of Sales and Marketing, as well as Laura Tressel McCoy, Creative Director and Vice President of Interior Design for Omni, about that hard-charging brand's newest developments and innovative design options. And, uh, you know, why don't we kick it off? We, uh, we've been here on a tour of, uh, of three of the Dallas Metroplex properties and finding all about uh, what Omni's up to, both on an individual property level and also from a corporate standpoint. Um, and uh, so why don't you fill us in, Dan, what's sort of uh, going on with Omni these days? Well, we're, we're, we're thrilled. Um, we have so much happening with our brand. You know, we, we have a new president, Peter Shrebel, who was our chief marketing officer. So Peter um, and our owners um, working with Laura and her team, I mean, things have never really been better with Omni. If you think about what's happening and we're here in Frisco where we just, you know, earlier, I'm sorry, late last year, we opened uh, the Omni Frisco. And then right after that, we opened the Omni uh, at the Battery in Atlanta mm-hmm. in right center field at SunTrust Park. Right. And then back in, you know, March of this year, we opened up the Omni Louisville. I mean, uh, Laura and her team make our job extremely easy because the product, the development, the design, the inspirations, it's second to none. And I think that's the cool part. And so great that Laura's here today to really talk about it because the way we think about investing our capital and understanding, you know, we're a customer centric uh, and, and consumer centric organization. You know, Laura and her team are knee deep in what's important to the guests and what is the customer looking for. But how do we make this this particular hotel in this destination different and unique while maintaining all of uh, the service expectations and delivery and creating those memorable experiences? How do we make the stay feel like you are in that destination yeah. and that just not any other hotel? So. For us right now, we've got a billion dollars in actual working dollars in new developments. Mm-hmm. Uh, we'll talk about hopefully, and in lots of other projects and reimaginations that you know Laura and our team are touching all the time. So we're having a blast, and it's it's good times. Um, and then Laura, I mean, one thing uh, we were talking earlier that always impresses me, and I love about Omni, and because uh, I've been to a number of your properties, is like there's always these natural materials. A lot of like granite and big solid things, but I mean, and so I was asking you, you know, is there a sort of a brand design standard? But it doesn't it really depends on the destinations you're in. No, it does. We are um, designing the architecture and interiors to reflect the city in which we're building. So the materials are usually indigenous to the area. And we want everything on the exterior of that building, on the podium level that the guests are interacting with, to be natural materials and, you know, fit in with the architecture of the city and not, we're not trying to build these um, hotels that don't fit in with the landscape. You know, we spend a lot of time, like, studying downtown. Like, when we did Louisville, there was, there's a lot of historic restoration and these iron buildings and the city of Louisville is very intent on keeping those facades 
as they're mm -hmm. developing the city, you know, they might knock down the building behind it, but they want to maintain that. And when we were designing the hotel, we wanted to feel like, you know, our long city block hotel had, you know, different moments and different architecture mm -hmm. and it was breaking it up and it wasn't going to be something that didn't fit in with the city of Louisville. And so like every, every project you probably is different in that respect, right? There's yes, absolutely. And you know, we do these exterior mock-up reviews. We're flying to Boston next week and we will mock up that exterior material, the windows, making sure all of this is right. And we look at them outside on the site. We want it to, you know, like, does it work with the windows on the other building? Did the color work? Does the material work? I mean, we're very hands-on um, that, that it fits in. And Dan, tell us about the Boston property. It's one of a, a number of ones that are, are coming to be added uh, and open in the portfolio very soon, right? Yeah, I mean, it's close to, to home for me. I grew up in New England. Um, you know, Boston's sort of my hometown. And that seaport area of Boston is sort of the last area, if you know Boston, to develop. So um, we are going to be right there across from the BCEC, if you know the convention center there on the seaport, 1,100 rooms, I, or is it, 10, Laura can correct me, I think it's 1054 maybe, almost 1,100 rooms, two towers, uh, 100,000 square feet of space, some unique spaces in there as well. Um, we're thrilled, can't wait to get it open. I think it'll be open uh, by June of 2021. Mm -hmm. And uh, again, it's, it's the evolution as you saw, Fort Worth for us, Laura can tell me the date, was really the first new convention generation for Omni. We set a new standard for ourselves and then it was downtown Dallas. What did we learn in Fort Worth? And then it went to Nashville, which is another game changer. And now Louisville and Laura can kind of talk about it, but everyone in our building says, what do we learn and how do we even make Boston you know, better? And what are some of the uh, design aspects of the of the Boston project? So we have um, there's a lot of unique things that that are happening in the hotel, but we um, we fit a lot on a really compact site. We've got we're partnering with a local restaurant group called Koji, and we're going to do a brasserie boulangerie on um, one of the corners. We're going to do a sporting club on the other corner. We've got um, a Mokara spa. We've, um, I think unique to Boston, we're going to have meeting space that opens up onto balconies. Mm -hmm. With views of the financial district, you'll be able to see the water. Um, we actually have a lot of flexible space. In Real estate is not like it is in Texas. Sure, know? right. So, but we were able to work with that and still do the things that Omni does best on pre-function on three sides of ballrooms you know we're not trying to change the way the guest experiences the hotel even though we've got um a lot of a lot of space that we're we're fitting in and we are going to take advantage of that weather in boston mm -hmm. in the summer where the pool bar all of the walls flip up and you'll have an indoor outdoor space and right. in the winter the walls will come down and you'll be able to use that pool bar and this function space that's attached to it in the winter. I mean, we are really wanting to step out and do something different in Boston. And I mean, Boston is such a historic town too. I mean, there's a lot that comes with that when you're designing a hotel there. You know what though? We're going to um, let the people that 
do the history well and our Parker House Hotel, which is the longest continuing operating hotel in the, in the country, country uh -huh. and keep it historic. And we're really going to focus on innovation mm -hmm. and contemporary modern design. You know, they're calling the Seaport District the Innovation District, and we want to embrace that and um, really do some different things with the hotel because of that, like through artwork, um, through the way we're designing the bathrooms, just we're, we've got a lot of conversations on, you know, how can we do something different here? And it's another uh, convention center property That's then, right? right? And it really adds to our, our convention collection. I think we have 12 hotels that fit in that bucket and um, this will be that next evolution. And, and then we have Oklahoma City. Right, that's right another it, big project, right? A, another great uh, location for us. Um, we've really got a thing, and 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 we're known for our convention center hotels and our spaces. And you know, they don't. As I brag about, you know, what we do differently. You find sometimes that things get value engineered and changed over time. And uh, I've seen convention hotels that sort of shortchange themselves because we're next to the center and we'll be fine. Mm -hmm. And we've seen that. And that's, you see the change with Nashville and Boston and now Oklahoma uh, city where we're going to be right there adjacent to the center. Um, you know, Laura can tell us a little bit more about some of the cool elements, but um, it is going to be a great addition to our collection in that Midwest Southwest area where, you know, we want to be in, in sort of that regional national um, association space. There's some great corporate um, business that either comes from Texas or the Midwest. So um, we're excited. I know we're going to be at our groundbreaking on Monday uh, with Oklahoma City. And I know, Laura, you're excited about the, the changes shifting out of Boston into Oklahoma City. I, you can't get much different than between Boston and Oklahoma City, right? No, but that's what's fantastic about what we're doing. I mean, we're, we're building hotels in all of these different cities across the country. And I mean, not only being adjacent to the convention center, we're across the street from the Chesapeake Arena. We are going to be across the street from, I mean, like a park that's being developed, probably one of the only ones this large in the country, they're calling it Scissor Tail Park. So all of our restaurants, our coffee shop, our sports bar are gonna front that park. Mm -hmm. um, we're really thinking about how the guest is going to interact um, with the spaces in the hotel. And, and that, that is so important these days, right? No, absolutely. Like where you grab a cup of coffee yeah. on your way to the convention center. Is it convenient? And, you know, we've positioned it as close to the convention center as possible. So you can grab that, be on your way to your meeting. Um, the retail corridor that's there that, you know, you're excited. You know, it's just like every everything that the guest experiences. And I, I think the other thing that's really fantastic about Omni and our brand is we are you know, owned by a family, we're privately held, yeah. we're so nimble. And we can take a new idea, we can implement it, you know, we can change you know, really quickly on things we want to see and not feeling like we can't do it do it fast and bring it to market really fast. Right. And that gives you so much more flexibility, huh? All no, of you absolutely. guys what you do. Um, and then and then tell me what what are meeting consumers looking for these days? I know I hear that a lot of them they want ad hoc space. Um, they the really the traditional experience for a meeting consumer has really changed in the last few years. Yeah, I would just say this is an industry 
what what changed after the sort of the downturn, and maybe it was changing before that, was you know for a big convention hotel like these, you know you would find a couple of big groups a month yeah. that would sort of come and go, and they take up your space and all of your rooms, and there was great food and beverage, and 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 you sort of your mix of business was you filled in with some small pieces around the holes, right? I think that one of the the things we've all dealt with since the recession is you're having to layer in and and remix with while you might have had 10 big groups and some small groups it might be 25 groups now of various sizes right. to get to the same end yeah and i think the beauty for us is and and lauren the team spend a ton of time with our sales teams and our customers to say well what do you need what's new what's next what are they asking for because if we shortchange ourselves on space or flexibility and what they're looking for we will then be stuck with we are now you know 600 rooms or the Boston example is 1100 rooms and we might have 50,000 square feet of space and now all of a sudden we're making really tough decisions and we're having to remix the building differently because we can't fill with group or you know we're a group centric brand mm -hmm. so I think the cool part uh, for us is that the the team is always looking to find those flexible spaces like in Boston and what are, what can we do for with, with make pre-function real pre-function yeah. you walk through some spaces now where pre-function is literally 12 feet wide and what are you doing in that space and when i walk through our hotels there is ample space it's yeah. lit differently it's got views uh the example is we, we we were laughing earlier we've got this phenomenal pool deck at our omni oklahoma city mm -hmm. i don't know of any other brand that would be putting a 600 room hotel convention hotel with a massive pool deck um, and this extra space. And for us, you know, uh, Laura and the team said, well, what, what do we need there? And for us, customers want unique spaces. Yeah. Um, the, the you know, meeting room with four walls and, you know, some nice decor isn't doing it. So right. what can we do? So I, I know, Laura, you've had some fun with this, but I think that's the, the, the evolution of in Boston with a flexible indoor-outdoor space. There's going to be times and it's, I'm from New England, it's going to be, you know, snowy and cold and you want to be inside, but there are going to be lots of times where you're going to want to be indoor and outdoor and that new design element is going to make it a lot of fun. Yeah, and they want to know where they're at too. If you're in a, a room without windows with four walls, you could be in any hotel or convention facility in the world and it's all the you same. You think about bar lines in Nashville. I mean, mm -hmm. this is a really cool food beverage venue, but it's not just a bar. There's a stage with music, but you know you're in Nashville. Yeah. We use it for our guests, but also our groups. And it's really cool, flexible space where, you know, if you outsource that space and you lease it and let somebody else take that, it really changes the, the ability for us to um, sort of take care of the guests or the customer, the group or the catering event in a different way. So, you know, they, they make our job so easy. And, and, and again, to what Laura just said, being in a company where you have an owner operator, mm -hmm. it's a game changer for us. I mean, it, it nobody, is in the, we want to own the hotel business, but we are. And yeah. a customer said to me last year, and it really resonated with me, said, you know, Dan, Omni's one of the last of the real hotel companies. Uh -huh. I mean, this is what we, we really got into this business. This is what the business was. And I think, you know, bigger sometimes isn't better. And I think our advantage may be our size and our ownership structure and who we are. And you're probably well positioned now uh, in the current changes that have gone on in the industry in the last year or two. Yeah, I, I think the bigger you get, the less control you have. And I think yeah. our owners pride themselves on, you know, we're not going to have 100 hotels tomorrow because we want to be real thoughtful about where we have hotels and how we can 
maintain that service execution. I mean, one of our core values is, you know, the power of one is every associate knows that they have that moment, that day, that opportunity to create that loyalty with that one guest or customer, because we don't have thousands of hotels around the world. We have our 60 hotels in our locations. And if we're going to win, it's got to be that individual associate driving that loyalty every day. And uh, so what other new projects are coming online? Uh... Well, we're, we're really excited. Um, we're, we're, uh, we're the named uh, hotel brand for this Fort Lauderdale project, which is still working through all of the, the financial pieces and uh, 800 rooms, 17th Street Causeway at the cruise port, right there at the convention center in Fort Lauderdale. South Florida is a great area for us and we're looking forward to that being finalized and moving forward. Uh, we have on the docket, uh, we've been named in New Orleans for the, the new convention center hotel should that project continue to move forward and they're working through that in the city of New Orleans. So we're really you know, thrilled. Indianapolis is an opportunity that we're having conversations around. But um, I mean, as I said, Laura, Laura, she's got so many projects. I mean, her team is doing a ton of work. We've got work going on right now in, in Barton Creek. So Barton yeah. Creek is... Tell us, yeah, tell yeah. me that's a huge uh, reimagination of that. Barton Barbara. Creek has always been a, an, a, an iconic golf uh, club and resort in Texas, uh, just outside of Austin uh, for years. I think it was originally developed and in, in, in known for golf in 86. And over the next two or three years, there was a small resort component and a spa added. And, and it was sort of bolt on, but it, it really was a beautiful setting and, and gorgeous. And I think um, as we picked up this resort and our, our ownership acquired it in 2013, uh, there's been lots of discussion around what, what, what do we need to do to sort of really unleash the the real special, you know, ness of this location. And I think uh, I'd love Laura to talk about it because I think our owner would say, while we wanted to do it sooner mm -hmm. and next May, when we open this resort, it will be one of the nicest resorts in the country because of the time we took to really think about what we were going to do here with our investment. It's going to be over $165 million that we're spending. Right. We close the hotel and we'll open on May 1. So. And you're, uh, you're significantly increasing the number of guest rooms. We added a tower. Yeah. I mean, Laura, mm -hmm. you know, can jump in here. It's, it's incredible. Well, tell us more about that, Laura. No, we're, we're almost doubling the, we're adding 150 guest rooms and the, we're adding a world-class spa that's going to be on the roof. Um, so the pool of the spa will look out and the relaxation rooms onto the hill country, which is really spectacular. We're adding, um, three restaurants in addition to the one that we already had. Um, the, the fitness center is going to be close to 5,000 square feet. It'll be world-class. We've already finished the renovations for the, the club and we added a new clubhouse. We have renovated their space. Um, but the, the model rooms are, well, they've been done, gosh, for a year. It, it's amazing how long, you know, these projects take. But they, um, the rooms are very generous in size. And I think they will, they're very fitting into the eclecticness yeah. of Austin and the hill country. You have we to wanted, keep it weird in Austin, right? Isn't uh... You know, I would not say it's weird, but it's very comfortable. You yeah. know, we want it to feel like it's 
fitting with the landscape and yeah. it's not trying to be something that it's not. Right. So I think all of the spaces will be um, very relaxing. When you walk in, we've relocated the whole entry of the hotel. So that first view is out onto the hill country from check-in to getting to your room. We've demoed out all the pools. We're adding three new pools. We have an amphitheater for live music. Wow. We have a pavilion. Which is really important in Austin. Mm -hmm. You need a good live music venue, right? No, absolutely. So, I mean, we've, we've had so much fun working on this project. And the other thing that I think is unique to this space is there are windows all along the transitions for the guests as they go from the different spaces so that they can see the outdoors. I mean, that's really what we're trying to celebrate there. So as you transition through the pre-function spaces and it's just celebrating that those outdoor views. Excellent. And then we are here in the Dallas Metroplex and uh, visited over the last couple of days, some of your, your, your premier properties here. And right now, as I mentioned, uh, when we kicked off the broadcast, we're at one Cowboys way at a uh, Dallas Cowboys world headquarters. And um, you have the uh, Omni uh, Frisco hotel located on property here at the star um, with Jerry Jones, the owner of the Cowboys as a partner. Um, and it's such a unique multifaceted place. Good question. Yeah, and so tell it, tell tell our uh, audience and more about what this place is here. Well, I think there, there are lots of uh, cool things to talk about here, but this they call this the Star, and, and you get it with the the Cowboy Star. Uh, they moved their headquarters here. Uh, what is it? Just over a year ago, and uh, they it, actually spent more on this complex than AT and T Stadium. That's right, which which is incredible. I remember the opening, and Laura, you were there. I think both our owner and we're, we're partners, we're 50% partners with the, the Jones family, that both of them said the, the price tag continued to go up, but we're glad we landed where we did because it is an incredibly special place and a great partnership for us. They've got you know, their headquarters, their practice facilities here. They've opened their practice facilities up for the high school kids in, in the area to play their games on the Thursdays and Fridays. And for us as a partner, it's a unique relationship where we have some, you know, really, as you saw today, some really cool spaces that we, our customers can take advantage of. And I think that that partnership has really helped us, you know, we want to align ourselves with great partner brands. And there's no question that the Cowboys are one of the greatest brands in the world. And Probably the really, most, most valuable sports franchise in the world, right? Laura had to expand her team uh, by one. Charlotte Jones, right. who is Jerry's daughter, really worked with Laura on the design and that must have you know been exciting for you because listening to to charlotte and jerry and the family talk about that working partnership uh here um must have been you know a blast because the finished product is tremendous and i see there's flourishes throughout the whole hotel property and you were talking about the pre-function space and and if you really look around and kind of pay attention you'll see like X's and O's, like mm -hmm. the diagrams they have for plays and chandeliers, uh, right? Yeah, and, and the chandeliers, and then even in the the room, the guest room corridors, uh, the lights are like goalposts, right. and uh, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, and it's very sophisticated, you yeah. know. And Tyler picked nice. up on all of the yeah. nuances. That's great. I, I you know, I, I may not look like I'm paying attention, but That's I am. Uh, no, you, know. you got them all. <laughs> No, I know when we started this project, you know, we have conversations in the office and people were like, oh, I'm so scared. 
everything's going to have a star on it. And, right. You know, I was like, guys, think about it. You know, the stadium is beautiful, you know, and they have all of this art. I think I was like, they are sophisticated, you know, sure. I, and their design is sophisticated. And it was a great partnership. And I think the thing that is really exciting is like when the guests can come over and experience and have an event in the Cowboys headquarters lobby, the, the fish, the finishes, um, are seamless. You know, we used mm -hmm. a lot of the same woods and the same stones yeah. and it's, um, it was a, it was a really great partnership, but we also wanted, you know, if, if it's not, if you're not the biggest Cowboys fan ever, Dan, that you love the hotel just as much and the, in the, nuances are subtle and it's about the history of football as well and yeah. just football as a whole. I think it was great too because we we found a, a, a local restaurateur, Nick Bonavides, who, mm -hmm. you know, as I mentioned, we're invested in not only owning the hotels, but we wanna we wanna manage and run that food and beverage. And Nick is a local um, uh, you know icon in the market with neighborhood services and partnering locally not only with the partner the Cowboys, but having Nick here with neighborhood services. It just ties it all together for us, but what a unique partnership. And then we just opened the hotel in, in, in SunTrust Park, the Battery, where we partnered with the Braves. Right, yeah. And, and our original partnership, as Laura will tell you, is with the Padres. We are actually yes. part owners at with Petco the Park. San, San Diego at Petco. So it's a really fun um, relationship and a niche for us for, yeah. where we really have this unique space. And we have had several other NFL owners come through this property and in, in SunTrust um, and in San Diego. And we've talked to the Vikings and the, the Redskins and other teams, the Rams. And it's kind of a, a neat, you know, a lot of times you have partners, private equity and other, or, you know, financial commercial partners having, you know, sport uh, brand partnerships like we're doing with PGA Tour, just really a blast. And, you know, as a, as a marketing expert too, it's interesting because it, it all melds together. And I know, uh, you know, people like who build ballparks like Mr. Jones and I know our own AT&T Park in San Francisco, they build them with meetings and events in mind. Right. Um, and the, you guys are in the meetings and event and hospitality business and leisure travel, too. That's right. So it's all three of these things coming together in one complex. We were just with the team in Atlanta at the Battery and, and it's great because the hotel's phenomenal and the team's really doing well. I, I, I live in, in, in Atlanta still uh, as well. Um, our customers are using their park so often. It's been a great partnership because while we have space and rooms, if you can, in, in, it's such a unique experience for a, gr a group to not only have the park as sort of their amenity. And uh, it's, a, it's a positive for us. But let's uh, let's talk then. Uh, um, we also saw the Fort Worth convention. You have two other, uh, well, two convention center uh, collection, uh, Fort Worth and Dallas. So why don't you tell us about Fort Worth and uh, some of the highlights from a design perspective there? Yeah, we opened that hotel. Gosh, it's been seven years ago, mm -hmm. I think, and we wanted the hotel to again feel like it was in Fort Worth, feel like you're getting to experience the city. So there's a ton of leather and patterning from cowboy embroidery inspired all of the carpet and the chandeliers are iron and you know just the i think it has like a homey feeling when yeah. you come in it's got a lot of wood and we've got cast iron and bob's steak and chop house right and we've got uh whiskey and rye which is 
the the bar there, but which was jumping yesterday. Always, a, always live music. In yeah, there. it was. It was. It, you could just hear the buzz when you walk in there. Mm -hmm. No, we've all fallen in love with this um, three fools on stools that play there a lot, and they play uh -huh. a lot of our corporate events, but. But also, you know, like Dan was saying, we were really intentional about that pre-function space and it's got the light, the natural light, and it, you can have two different groups that can have two different functions going on that you feel like you're not, um, you know, in each other's way and there's a lot of separation. We put so much thought behind that and work really closely with sales and marketing that not only are the spaces going to be beautiful, but they've got to function because mm -hmm. once we open, if the guests can't use it correctly, then, I mean, it, it doesn't matter how pretty it is. We, we, yeah, we took a tour there yesterday and the pre-function space with the natural lighting, the, the whole, the, the group that was in the house was all there enjoying that space. So, yeah. I, and I think DCC, the downtown convention center hotel was really a, a next level game changer for us. It and, was, yeah. And we being, wanted it to be more shiny, you know? And yeah. I'm not originally from Dallas, but I didn't realize, you know, how different Dallas and Fort Worth were until we right. really started to dig into that. And, you know, very people are very prideful, like I'm from Fort Worth or I'm from Dallas. And we wanted to make sure each one of them had their unique identity. And uh, the Dallas property then too, we were talking earlier about uh, the use of local artists all throughout the property there, besides all the beautiful and prodigious amount of convention space. Um, but I mean, you really have a unique uh, local artist uh, component there. Yes, in the guest rooms, there are between seven and 10 pieces of art in each guest room. And the um, every piece of artwork in every single guest room is an original painted by a local. And wow. I don't know how many other hotels can say that. I mean, it was it was an endeavor, but we um, we were really able to tackle it. It was something we talked about and we were like, we want to do this. How do you go about sourcing something like that? We had help. Yeah. I mean, and we had, again, we had an open call and had people submit. There are, you know, some people painted more than one piece. It's not like we have 8,000 different artists, but we do have 8,000 originals. Yeah. Excellent. And what are some of the other highlights, uh, just strictly from a meeting group standpoint of the Dallas property? Yeah, I think it's just the, I remember when I was with a different brand at the time and, and Laura may know exactly, but all of their smaller rooms had the uses of the credenzas and they had all this flexible space and the technology was sort of state of the art and, it just was, we were jealous because mm -hmm. the way they used the space um, was so much more functional for our customer. Um, we, we, we weren't all that happy uh, with when it opened, but I think it's fun. And then the, um, I don't know what you call it, sort of our, um, the lighting on the outside of the, the hotels oh. is, is really as many people have seen over the years. It's fun to have, you know, company logos and, 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 and pictures and, you know, shout outs from the hotel for us. It's really a beacon, right? This Dallas is where our headquarters is, but that hotel is just so well known for lots of reasons. But I don't know if you had any other design features at that hotel. It, it really changed us uh, in the meetings, big meeting. Fort Worth was the original, but Dallas from a convention hotel for us, we're, we're big, a small yeah. company and want to be that, but play big. Yeah. This hotel allowed us to play big. 
Definitely. No, I think the design is, you know, more modern, more contemporary, but, but still timeless. Mm -hmm. And we, I think this was the first opportunity where we really were trying to, um, how do we play with different meeting rooms? We put some on windows. We have some that are serviced from the back, some that are serviced from the front, really just give that meeting planner every option that they can have. And then again, I mean, it really comes down to a lot of pre-function space and great mm -hmm. pre-function space. It all has windows as well. Um, we have meetings on different floors there, which is, I think it's nice. You know, Boston's going to be the same way. So one group can have one floor and another group, yeah. but it's easy to transition between the two. Um, you know, just this, the chandeliers in those ballrooms were phenomenal and being able to design those and, and thinking about that was, you know, the beginning of carpet designed as an electronic jacquard and floating large patterns throughout the whole thing. Uh -huh. It wasn't a field and a border and an outfill, you know, those traditional ways to think about carpet. And, you know, it's just all free flowing and we're actually getting ready to renovate that hotel. So we have a model room that'll be done in October and we're working on all the meeting space that'll be done um, next year as well. So it's amazing how fast time flies. It is. I remember, you know, I've been covering this industry for almost 18 years and seeing the lead up to that and all the renderings. And I was here for I think an MPI event and it it's amazing to think now you're renovating it. I remember I when it was just uh, a dream on uh, storyboards. Mm -hmm. Wow. Now it'll be open. Um, its anniversary is 11, 11, 11. That's and right. we um, look to start the guest room renovation in the summer of next year. And do you have like a, a wrap uh, target date for that? I don't know that I can say it off the top of my head. I think it's like six is, months. Meeting space will be done by the end of the summer. Mm -hmm. I think the guest rooms transition a little bit longer, but there'll be, you know, renovated rooms available, I think, after maybe late summer. I think we start to skip rooms back. It's going to be great. Well, excellent. Well, thank you both for joining us. I don't know if there's any final message you want to uh, give to our audience of meeting planners out there. I think that the, the cool thing is, and, and it, you, hopefully you heard it from Laura herself, and she, you know, we manage all of that in-house. Our ownership uh, is is deeply involved in all of the projects. This week, in particular, we, you know, Laura's got four or five things that we're reviewing at any time. I think the important thing for anyone listening is that uh, it's it is different. I've, I've worked for some big companies, and I think at Omni, the, the particular care and 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 attention to detail and conversations around the importance of developing hotels the right way with the right finishes with the right inspirations and the design elements mm -hmm. I think it's really unique and I'm the new guy to the party and it blows me away that the amount of attention and, and, and care and I say care because you know we believe through our owner and, and Laura's sort of is the vision behind all of that that you know we're we're sort of setting this company up in a way that is 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 not going to be um, where speed or, or or growth is the driver. It's the it's the quality and the experience. Mm -hmm. And I uh, I will say I've not I've worked uh, a long time in this business. Uh, this part of our business, developing and design, uh, is an absolute 
advantage for us. And I, I'm fortunate to, to be working in this company and having the ability to te- tell our story and market and sell it. So great. It's been a lot of fun so far. More well, to come. Thank you. Well, thanks for joining us, uh, Dan Surrett and uh, Laura McCoy. Thank you for joining us for this Interiors and Sources podcast. We hope you enjoyed the programming. Make sure to head over to interiorsandsources.com for a full range of other podcasts from industry experts.